luck could also be replaced for more like blessed. Mm. I think that you've received things that you really did not order from Amazon and you just got blessed. Okay. So I didn't ask to, to become best friends with Oprah. It wasn't luck, but I was blessed. Mm. So I didn't ask to be Tim story the way I am right now. It wasn't luck, but I'm blessed. And you know, the, the fact that you are only the age that you are and you're writing books, you're doing podcasts, you're speaking, you're going to run mega businesses. So, you know, some could call it hard work and luck. I call it hard work and you're very blessed. Everything is possible. Just hustle. Just hustle. The Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, where we keep it real, a stated entrepreneurship wisdom. Learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. Here's your host, Billy the Kid, aka Billionaire. Everything is possible. Just hustle. Just hustle. Everything is possible. Just hustle. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, baby. It is your boy, Billy the Kid, a.k.a. BDK, a.k.a. Billionaire in this mug. Man. So much gold in this episode, guys. Uh, shout out to Tim's story. Uh, I am still, like, processing this interview we just did. Uh, he is the GOAT, man. And uh, we talked about a lot of mentality stuff that... I think you guys are going to be blown away. I know I was, and honestly, I can't wait to listen to this episode myself again because it was nothing but gold, guys. Like, I can't wait to get in this. Uh, before we get in, make sure you guys grab a copy of my book, The Power of Being Uncomfortable, billythekid.com if you want an autographed copy. And if you don't want an autographed copy, shame on you. But you could grab it at Amazon.com. It is on my affiliate link for Amazon. Or you could find it Barnes & Noble, Walmart.com, Target.com, anywhere books are sold. The audio version, guys. I always get reminded uh, to let you guys know to listen to the audio version. I am an artist, so therefore, there's some surprises in there. And it's not your typical audiobook. So go listen to it now anywhere audiobooks are available. My music... Follow me on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, anywhere music is available. Same with the podcast. Apple, Spotify, literally, you're going to find my podcast and my music on those areas. So subscribe, follow me, and then leave us a five-star review if you truly believe this podcast is a five-star review, which honestly, guys, every episode is like a book, right? It's a book that you, if you do the stuff and you follow through with the stuff on this episode, and especially, I mean, every episode, guys, this one alone, though, like if you listen and apply it, your life will change. And that's what this podcast is about. We're teaching you how to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. Again, think. What is the mentality, right, that you guys need to uh, adapt to? So uh, I can't wait for you guys to listen in. Uh, until then, before we get started, uh, is what I meant, not until then. Uh, I'm just like super excited from this interview. Uh, make sure you guys also hit me up uh, locally. If there's any uh, deals that you guys got going, please hit me up. We could partner up. We can, uh, if you're thinking uh, you need some lending uh, for real estate, please let me know. And then my mastermind, guys, get uncomfortable, mastermind, killing the game, doing their thing. Shout out to everybody in the mastermind group. Matter of fact, we're meeting tonight. I'm super excited. Um, but 
if you're not in the group yet and you're ready to level up your life, info at billythekid.com, guys. Info at billythekid.com. Shoot an email with your story, what it is that you're doing and what you want to do, what do you want to accomplish. And we're going to let you know if you're the good fit, if you're a good fit for the group. Uh, not everybody is. And if we believe that you are, then we're going to let you know how to get in. Otherwise, uh, I am doing one-on-one coaching still as of right now. I don't know how long I'm going to be doing that for. So take advantage of the one-on-one coaching because uh, I might stop it here soon. And if you are interested in one-on-one coaching, it's a six-month program. Info at BillyTheKid.com as well with your story so we can let you know if you're a good fit. And with the one-on-one coaching, guys, like it'll level you up and any area and and mentally and I, I just hit me up if you're interested if you're ready to level up your life and your life will change um, but with that being said guys I think I am ready uh, you know it, it's crazy uh, literally this morning uh, me me and my daughter were just uh, texting each other and uh, she asked me something and you know I just told her I'm like hey you know uh, let me figure it out because I don't know. It's new. Just like it's new to you, it's new to me, right? Like it's new to us, to me and my wife. Uh, and, you know, one one quote that I like kind of processed together while I was sitting there, I'm like, uh, life, life is a never-ending learning experience. And uh, we, we talked about that today uh, in the podcast just uh, it literally, it was in the subject and I just threw it out there, but enough of that, man. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. So here is the legend himself. And, and you're, when I say legend guys, like I truly mean it, like a, a guy that hangs out and talks to Oprah that talks to Grant Cardone, uh, and he's coached many of these people like Kanye West, right? Like hanging out with Kanye West. There's a story that we, we talked about that he shared with us about being in the studio with him. Uh, the list is never ending, like literally, and you're going to hear it right now. So thank you so much, Tim, for taking the time. It was such a powerful episode, and I truly hope and I do believe that this episode is a life-changing show. Those of you who are listening, I truly believe that it is a life-changing episode that you're about to listen so with no further ado hit it here it is tim's story Vamanos. welcome to the million dollar hustle podcast baby where you're gonna learn how to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke it is your boy billy the kid i am super excited today because the person i have is literally a legend tim's story how you doing brother Good. And I've never heard an intro like that. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I'm excited to have you today, Tim. Uh, we were just talking about how, uh, uh, and, and I've heard you a couple times speak, and the last one was at the 10X Con. Uh, it, it was such an amazing speech, and you were talking about how it was very emotional. Uh, if I may ask, why why do you feel like that? Because I know why as an audience, right? Like being in the audience, but why do you feel like that? Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, the 10X stage has become such a huge stage. Like when you think of this last year, the guy had Tom Brady, Mark Wahlberg in the past to get Kevin Hart, Usher, uh, Steve Harvey, Magic Johnson. 
And for me, it's been cool that I've actually spoken at every one but two. And so I, I've broken the record for the guy who's spoken the most outside of his own family. So uh, before I was going to go on, Grant said to me, because we're like real friends, he's like, Tim, just just go for it. He goes, this, this, this place, just blow it up. So, you know, that was like uh, your coach telling you, like, hey, hey, uh, LeBron James, go ahead and score 40. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I felt like um, all the um, restraints were taken off me and I could just go for it. And I talked about the, the miracle mentality can become your reality. And uh, I just feel like the people needed it. The audience needed it. And the, the audience was just vibing, man. That place was electric, as you saw. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, it was definitely uh, a moment. Uh, and I would like to start because you, you've you surrounded yourself with great names. I mean, you, you just named a lot of names right now, just right off the bat. Um, what is like the biggest piece of advice that you've ever heard ever in life? I th I think that it's uh it's a puzzle. So you can never take like one piece because I might get a great thought from an Uber driver. I might get uh a great thought from my 6th grade teacher who said to me, you know, Timmy story you're brilliant and I I I listened. Um I may get a great piece of advice from Kanye West when I was, we were in the studio and he was doing a, a popular song that came out and became really huge. I'm glad he did not let me put my rhyme in there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I, said, I said, you should consider doing this. And he goes, <laughs> he goes just stick to speaking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, but the thing that he said to me, he goes, Tim, all rapping is not rhyming. It's not because because he was doing the song stronger, mm. and and he was doing this one line about um, I'm a Christian and Christian Dior, and then he did the line, and then I said, but if I was you, I'd put now th put this now, and he goes, no, you go here and then you go here. You don't go here, here, here. So That's I awesome. think that, I think that my advice is a puzzle from all types of people. So it's not it's not like um, Richard Branson told me in my ear. No, man. It could be mm -hmm. like the guy who, who brought me Domino's pizza. Mm, I love that. It, it reminds me of uh, kind of what they say, right? Like treat everybody the same, even the janitor, right? And and I know you're huge on that. Uh, let's let's start from the beginning, Tim. Uh, where where are you from? And and uh, how was it growing up and to kind of get to where you're at right now? Yeah, so I'm I'm originally from Compton, California. I was born in Compton uh, Hospital. And um, when they brought me home, the place was already crowded because <laughs> they had my mother and my father. And then they had already had four kids. And then three and a half years after the last kid, my brother, comes me. And I was a bit of an accident. So now you had seven people in a two-bedroom apartment. Mm. So we grew, grew up uh, lower income. 
But I'll never forget my mother's whole thing was like, we might be lower income, but we're not lower class. So my, my mixture of heritage is my mother is Spanish and my father is black. And so, um, yeah, that's how I, that's how I started. And then I just had to make my way from there. Wow. Uh, and especially Compton, um, obviously there's a lot of history there. Right. And, uh, what do you think was like the best lesson you learned from Compton that you apply to this day? Yeah, I think I think that from from Compton, whether it's a Dr. Dre, Serena Williams, Venus Williams, um, I think that one thing that we we draw from uh, our culture, our background, is that having your back up against a wall is not always terrible. Because when your back is against the wall, man, there's nowhere else to go. Mm. I feel like with Dr. Dre, one reason he's a billionaire, his back was against the wall. He had nowhere else to go. Venus and Serena with the dad, Richard, he knew he had to come up with something. And so I think that my mother, my father, they were trying to constantly keep us safe and uh, move us upward our backs were against the wall and so it, it gave me um a mindset of i didn't really have any alternative but to go up mm. so uh, up was my only option i love that and uh it just reminds me of like overall like resilience right like resilient yeah. people don't dwell on failures they acknowledge them Uh, they acknowledge the situation and we just learn from the mistakes and we just keep it moving. Right. So, and, and what would be your definition of resilience? Well, I, I teach a lot on resilience. So you asked the right guy on this. Mm. I think the resilience is the ability to bounce back. And um, I feel like resilience is innate in every one of us from every culture, you almost have to be taught not to be resilient. I'll give you an example. When a little child is learning to walk, they fall, and then after a period of time, they naturally try to get back up. They fall, they naturally try to get back up. They fall, they naturally try to get back up. Any child, at first they may fall and just want to lay there and cry, but there is a instinct in us that naturally wants to come back. So resilience is innate, but resilience is also learned. Mm. And so that's why it's so important that a person like yourself, that a person like myself, that people can see that they had a setback, but they also had a comeback. Mm. So they could see that you can be resilient and it can work. Mm. Wow. And in between that, right, because it, uh, it sounds easy, right? Like, oh, from the beginning to where we're at now, what would you say has been your biggest, uh, we'll call it habit or, uh, yeah, we'll stick with habit. Like, what has been the biggest habit you think that kept you from where you, where you came from to where you made it? 
Uh, again, it's yeah. not it's it's simple, quote unquote. Right. But those of you who are not watching, I just quote unquote it because uh, it's not it's simple, but not easy. Right. So what do you think was the biggest habit that got you to where you're at? So what what happens in life is I like to say that there are like three levels of living. There's almost most and utmost. Mm. Almost means not quite. Um, watch. I almost got the job. I almost lost the weight. Um, my family was almost happy. I almost broke the addiction. Wow. I was raised with a lot of relatives who are my friends because my they're my relatives. But the reality is they were stuck in an almost life. People always almost did something. They almost graduated. And if you're not careful, you'll start celebrating people who almost did things. Oh, wow. So most is the second level and most um, you have to really be careful with most because most means there's a ceiling. So like in your family, the ceiling was probably not, Hey, we expect you to go to Harvard, Princeton or Stanford. Mm -hmm. The ceiling might be, Hey, make sure you graduate high school or mm -hmm. don't get anybody pregnant. So that's how I was taught. Like, don't get wow. anybody and, you know, graduate high school. No one was talking to me about Yale, Princeton, Harvard. So you have the almost and you have the most. But then the third level is you have the utmost. The utmost is the top, the, the pinnacle, the zenith. It's as my friend Ed Milet talks about maxing out. And so to me, the first thing that has to happen for one to break out of the funk is, man, you need to get a revelation that you're not supposed to be stuck in an almost life. Mm. And then you have to find a pattern how to go from almost to utmost. And that's what happened to me. Wow. Uh, and I that the most I, I couldn't just like, like it's so crazy to hear those are literally the advices we, we got growing up was, Hey, don't get somebody pregnant uh, or don't get pregnant. Right. If you're a female, yeah. uh, it, let's talk about programming there because I feel like <laughs> as a parent, like I have two girls now and, and uh, I'm obviously pushing them uh, above that. Right. Like, Hey, let's do this. Or are you going to do that? And, and so how important is that Tim, uh, with just programming and, and just overall, because that, that hit me hard. That hit me hard right now that you, you mentioned that it's so true. It's everything. Um, I challenge a lot of my friends because some of my friends from the inner city and some of them are very famous. They'll say in their talk, I came from nothing. And I, I'll challenge them. I'll say, you need to take that out of your speech because you came from something. You didn't live on the streets with all your family, but Tim, we were poor. Well, you still had a damn house. So we all came from something. And I think another thing that's unfair is I think a lot of people criticize their mother, father, Grandmother, grandfather, uh, tia, tio, 
of people who tried to raise them best they could. So rather than criticizing what someone did not do, it's better to just say, damn, they were not equipped. They weren't equipped. Wow. So my mother has a sixth grade education. Her first language is Spanish. And she was not equipped. So she gave us what she knew. Mm. So now that I realize that they were not equipped, what am I going to do about it? Oh, my God. Uh, and it, it, I relate to that so much. Like my grandma didn't even know how to write and uh, rest in peace. And uh, yeah. But she taught me a lot of lessons. One was like, hey, I want a banana. We'll go clean first and then come, right? Like get rewarded after. Or my mother, yeah. the same thing. Uh, I feel like um, the like my age group, like uh, I do hear that a lot where it's like, oh, your parents this, right? But it's like they did the best that they could. So I love that you said that uh, we still got to honor them, right? And um, it, my mom like always told me, hey, you did great. Like, even if it was the worst drawing you could ever imagine, she's like, you did great. And I feel like that gave me more than anything to believe, right. That I could do everything. So I love yeah. that. You, you mentioned Tim, uh, surrounding yourself uh, at the most, uh, or almost level. Uh, you mentioned like the people that are stuck in, in that, uh, what would you say? What, what advice would you give somebody? Uh, because it's, if you want to level up, like you, unfortunately you have to cut the cord but some people you do love right like and it could be even family like how how have you handled that in your life and especially where you come from yo we'll be right back to this great episode of the million dollar hustle podcast before we continue i want you to go grab a copy of my book the power of being uncomfortable it is out on amazon it is out on barnes and noble walmart.com target.com and everywhere else books are available the great news, guys, is you could go to BillyTheKid.com and grab an autographed copy. That is right. I'm going to mail you an autographed copy right now. Audiobook is also available on Audible and everywhere else audiobooks are available. So go listen to it. Go grab yourself an autographed copy and I'll see you on the other side, baby. And now back to this great episode of the Million Dollar Hustle podcast. Yeah. So what happens, and I've done a lot of research on this and this and this research that I've done has now gone like worldwide. So this is like something that's very well thought out that I've worked out with psychologists and they, they buy into my theory. My theory is that there's three levels of intimacy. One is the acquaintance, like, like, Hey man, you were re raised in East LA. So was I. So that's a, that's a level. Okay. Or you're Latin. So am I, or you're a Dodgers fan. So am I. So that's like the acquaintance, like the person you work with. The second level is like your friends and your family. So the acquaintance is one level of intimacy. The second level is a deeper level of intimacy. Now, most people spend the majority of their time in level one and level two. But what everybody longs for is level three. Level three is what I call the green room, the green room. So Tim, what do you mean by that? So if, if Billy, if me, you, and Steve Harvey were gonna go speak at a conference in Las Vegas, let's say there's 20,000 people, they'd say, hey, Billy, this is your green room. 
Uh, you can bring 15 people in. Your staff said this is what you like to eat and snack on. All that stuff is there. Hey, Steve Harvey, since you're not as, as big as uh, Billy, you you got a smaller green room. You only get four people in there. That was a funny joke. <laughs> uh, hey, Tim Story, you're almost as big as Billy, so your green room has seven people. So the green room is that private room where you could bring in who you want. Watch how powerful this is. Don't bring people into your green room who should just be your acquaintance. And just because someone's your friends or your family doesn't mean they belong in your green room. Because a green room is a place of secrets. It's a place of safety. Okay? Mm. And it's a place of strength. Wow. People have brought knuckleheads into the green room and jacked everything up. Wow. So I love people, but they don't get in my green room. Mm. Wow. That that's uh heavy right there. And it's crazy. Uh, shout out to, uh, Anthony trucks. Uh, we, we did a podcast and, uh, he just mentioned how, and it just reminds me of that. Uh, he mentioned how Tom Brady, right? Like Kobe, uh, rest in peace, uh, Michael Jordan, like, they probably wouldn't want me in that room. <laughs> they they probably would think that I would probably drag their mentality down. And even, you know, I, I work hard to, to be the best that I can be. Right. But they're, I mean, they're top level. So I, I couldn't help but think that. What do you think? And I, and I like Anthony trucks. He's cool. Mm -hmm. um, Shout out I to Anthony that, trucks. I think that they might want you in there because it's not based to me on accolades of a retired Jersey or being the goat. Like for me, I roll with a lot of people that people don't really know why I'm rolling with this person. Like I might meet somebody who's like a truck driver who becomes like a really good friend of mine, but yet I also roll with Kanye West. So, mm. um, They'll say like, wow, one of the most rap known rappers in the world. And then Tim also is hanging out with the truck driver. Because to me, it's a lot of the mindset, the integrity, mm. right? The motives of the mm -hmm. heart. That That's what helps put people in my green room. It's not just because they're goats. Wow, I love that. And you mentioned goat, Tim. What do you think are like three characteristics that it takes to be a goat? I think that the idea of a goat in a legend has been diminished. Mm. I think the cr criteria has been stunted. It's too low. Mm. Like once in a while, I'll, I'll hear them introduce a speaker at a conference and they'll go, he's the goat. This man's a legend. And I'm like, in his neighborhood, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no damn legend mm. or maybe he's a legend in his own mind no I think that um, somebody who becomes a goat the greatest of all time in their field there has to be longevity it's easy to have one or two good seasons 
Mm. It's another thing to have 10 good seasons, 20 good seasons, 30 good seasons, 40 good seasons. Like Kobe Bryant is a GOAT, but he went through major adversity. People forget about that. Magic Johnson's a GOAT, but at one time he had to come out and say, hey, I have HIV, but now he's a billionaire. He didn't quit. So, um, yeah, to be a GOAT, I think they they lowered the standard, but a lot of it to me is consistency and longevity. Wow, that that I love that. It, it, just in business alone, or in anything that you want to do, like uh, people want it today, now, right? Like they, and I think any industry, like even with music, they drop one song on YouTube and oh, I give up because they only got fifty views or ten views or whatever it is, a uh, hundred views. Uh, and so I love that, like longevity so true powerful and uh adversity uh what do you think uh because i've also heard a concept of like we almost like tell our minds we have to go through things and and i'm assuming it's a lot of it is for where we come from right like we we did have adversity growing up uh especially the uh, which i love your mix by the way just you can't go wrong with spanish and (laughs) um so with adversity, like, do you think we tell ourselves, Tim, like not to be successful or, or that it's going to be hard or do you like, or it, or is it a thing? Cause like I said, I've, I've heard both, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have a concept that you'll like. So if you were to drive with me from LA to Arizona in July, there's a lot of bugs out. Mm-hmm. And so even if we were driving like in a Bentley from LA to Scottsdale, brand new black Bentley, there's going to be bugs all over the windshield. So you can be in a Honda bugs in the windshield, Subaru bugs in the windshield in life. There are bugs in the windshield marriage is not always easy. Bugs in the windshield. Raising kids, not always easy. Bugs in the windshield. Doing a startup, bugs in the windshield. Owning an NBA team, bugs in the windshield. Being LeBron James, bugs in the windshield. So the key is what do you do when those bugs hit your windshield? That's mm. the adversity. Mm. That's, that's, that's adversity. So you have a choice when adversity comes, Mm -hmm. what do you do with the delay? What do you do with the detour? Mm -hmm. And what do you do with the devastation? Because bugs in the windshield can create a delay because you can't see, you got to pull over and scrape them off. They could create a detour because now you got to go off the road and not go straight. And they can create devastation because the bugs can get so bad that somebody gets in an accident. So I've done a lot of research on that subject. And there's parts of the world that are not even America where I was studying where the bugs can get so bad that you just can't see and people like run into stuff. Mm. And like there's devastation. So to me, adversity is bugs in the windshield and we have to learn how to manage it. Wow. I love that. It just reminds me actually earlier today, uh, I was talking to uh, 
my oldest and uh the stuff she was asking i was just like hey you know what i'm just trying to figure it out too sweetie you know like I, i'm just uh and one thing i i sent her a quote uh just basically saying life is never it, life is a never ending learning experience is what i told her i'm like even though i'm an adult like hey i'm i'm learning <laughs> so no, anyways I, I, like, I like that honesty <laughs> i think that honesty is awesome because i think that we always thought our school teacher knew it all but we didn't mm. know behind the scenes maybe it's like a lonely old guy you know or a lonely mm -hmm. lady uh, a teacher that her husband just left we didn't know that the backstory we thought the teacher knew it all or the the principal knew it all and now he wants to throw us out yeah. and um not like like now you're a parent i have two children as well and you're right sometimes life is not black and it's not white it's gray mm. and i think that's a good thing to tell our kids that you know what to me that's kind of a gray area that i just don't know Mm -hmm. like why did that person die they were so young you know i don't know mm -hmm. it's frustrating you mm -hmm. know why is why is russia continuing to bomb ukraine that's unfair it mm -hmm. is it's very unfair well why doesn't god do something about it i don't have all the answers yeah mm. wow and uh i i think a lot of that comes with being authentic right tim like just uh basically knowing like hey I'm never going to stop learning like I, but I'm going to be myself every time. I'm not going to act like I know it all or, uh, and I feel like social media has done that nowadays. Uh, yeah. What's your take on that? Yeah, no doubt about it. Where I think that, um, I've never said this, but this is going to about to be a very dope quote. Oh man. Here we go. Uh, social media has made amateurs into experts. Hmm. And I think that so many of the quotes that people say are awful. Mm -hmm. They're terrible. They make no sense. <laughs> yeah. So it's like amateurs speaking with authority like they're an expert. Mm. Like I was flipping through TikTok and I don't get on TikTok too much, but sometimes I'm on there because I want to just see what's trending. Mm -hmm. whether they're talking about Meghan Markle or Chris Rock in his comedy the other day. Mm -hmm. And there was this lady and she was saying the six ways to recognize a narcissistic man. Wow. <laughs> Number one. So she shouldn't have done that TikTok in front of a smart guy because I researched her. She has no psychology background she's not a doctorate in psychiatry she has not written a best-selling book on narcissism wow she's a woman with an idea because she probably dated a guy that was an ass mm -hmm. and now you're going to speak with authority and give me six points wow <laughs> Woo. experience right like wow that that's crazy uh do you what and I want to ask you this, Tim, uh, what what is your definition of happiness and how can one attain happiness? Right. Yeah. Don't don't expect it full time. Mm. So if you. If you go to Hawaii, I was in Hawaii one time because I, I worked with Dog the Bounty Hunter on all 13 seasons of his show. So Dog and Beth. uh 
great friends of mine, the famous show Dog the Bounty Hunter. So I used to go to Hawaii a lot to work with Dog the Bounty Hunter. And then I, I was also would speak there at these big conferences. So one time I was there and it was raining for the whole week because what people don't realize is that March and April in Hawaii are rainy seasons. So you could Google it right now. So I, I noticed these people that were walking around the Hilton Hawaiian village. They were saying like, can you believe this? What's going on with this weather? What is going on? And then I'd get in the elevator. People were going, I can't believe this weather. We're in Hawaii. And so one of the, the guys that worked there who knows me said, Tim, they don't realize, like if they would study, this is the rainy season. It's very powerful. So just because you're in a place that you think is supposed to be sunny, it will sometimes rain. Mm, wow. I don't look to be happy 365 days a year. Life sucks some days. I'll get a call that a friend of mine died. I'll get a call that a friend of mine, his wife's battling cancer. Mm. I get a call that someone wants to sue me. Um, I get out of a car a few weeks ago in Michigan. It's snowing. I get out of this SUV. Next thing I know, I'm on my back. I hit black ice and twist my ankle. I'm like, do I need a twisted ankle? So at that moment, am I happy? No. But I'm still content and I'm at peace. Mm. That's pretty cool. You got to stick with me here. Mm -hmm. So what I'm after is not happiness or bliss. Mm -hmm. I vibe with contentment and peace. Mm. So I'm very peaceful, even in the rain. Wow. Woo. Fire. Oh, man. Uh, and with everything that you've done, Tim, uh, are you the type that like wakes up and like realizes everything you've done or do you kind of move on from everything you've done when you get out of bed or do you know like, Hey, I'm the goat, right? Like I'm the guy. Uh, how do you wake up and, and how do you keep it going to the next level? Yeah. So when I used to wake up in my thirties, it was like, you felt unstoppable. You felt like Superman and my life is pretty outrageous in the fact that I've been to 78 countries. So I'd wake up and I'd be like in Paris. And then my friends would go like, let's go to the Eiffel Tower. I'm like, yeah, let's go have hot tea at the Eiffel Tower. A kid from Compton is now at the Eiffel Tower. Or I go to Singapore. They're like, I'm about to speak to 3,000 people that night. But they're like, let's go to the highest building in Singapore. I'm like, that'd be dope. Okay. So... But that was in my 30s. But now the stage and the age that I'm at now, when I wake up, usually I go, oh, crap. Why does my shoulder hurt? <laughs> like, what the? And then I put my legs down. And I'm like, I'm a freaking athlete. And I work out four or five times a week. Why do my legs hurt? So... <laughs> It literally takes me about 15 minutes 
to find my 30-year-old self. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you'll never hear that answer come out, coming out in somebody else's mouth. They're like, they're going to be like, I project. Yeah. My mindset is mind is set. Okay, that's not how I roll. Dude, mm. it takes me 15 minutes to like find it. Find it. Mm. And then I like look at my phone and my calendar and I go like, oh, that's dope. I get to talk to him at eight. That's crazy. I'm talking to them at 10. That's crazy. I'm talking to Billy Kid, Billy the Kid on the podcast. So I live a pretty unreal life, but I'm pretty realistic about it. <laughs> Let's go. Love it. We'll be right before back. Before we continue, go subscribe to Billy the Kid YouTube. That is Billy, D-H-A-K-I-D. Also, go follow Billy the Kid Music on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, and everywhere else. Music is available. And now... Back to this great episode. Let's go. I'm hopping out the two though. We're number two foe. Feel like Kobe though. I'm winning. Need to do more. My mama sorry. College wasn't for me. Street smart. No degree. Just like Kobe. Self-made boss with a suit like a mogul. I'm the new era. You see it on my logo. So I could sit here and talk to you all day, Tim. But I know you got to go drink some tea in Paris. And stuff like that. Yep. There you go. Um what so at the end of the show i ask uh some, the same questions to every guest uh just for some wisdom and the first one that i have for you is if you were to look at your younger self what would be the one piece of advice you would give yourself uh to slow down mm. uh, i think that in my 20s things were happening so fast for me and i was starting to taste success and I just kept going faster and faster. And there's a saying that it's not watch how fast you move your feet. It's how big your strides are. Wow. Oh, the advice to my younger self would be don't move your feet. So doggone fast, just take these really cool strides, slow down to the speed of life. Mm, wow. And uh, the Million Dollar Hustle is uh, probably going to be a future book uh, project like that where I'm going to basically put together like, hey, these are the habits, right, like that you need to do in order for you to reach different levels in life uh, up to that point and beyond. Uh, what do you think uh, are the three habits to get to the Million Dollar Hustle? And if you do these three things, Tim, you will not fail. What are the three things you got to do to be successful? I think that... There are three points. Number one is education. Number two is conversation. Number three is observation. I continue to educate myself. If I don't know where a country is on the map, I will find out. I will look at the population. I will find out how people make money in that country. I am constantly educating myself. There are books like all around me right now that I won't even pick up. Education is one. The second is you have to have the right conversations. And that's where I'm a pro. Like I'm about to have lunch with a guy that's dope from South Africa, who's probably one of the most influential people of all of South Africa. I'll be eating with him in two hours. Then I'm also meeting in the same time 
with one of the most influential guys in Australia at one time. That's a conversation. So education, conversation, watch this, observation. I'm watching everything. I see when butterflies go by. I see when somebody's grouchy. I see when someone's walking in the room and he's got a weird attitude towards me. Observation. Mm. So education, conversation, observation will put you in a much better place. Wow. Whew. And uh, you mentioned books real quick. Uh, at the beginning of the show, I usually have a book of the week segment. Uh, what would be one book that you read that has changed your life, whether it's uh, the first one you ever read or just recently? The best book they could read right now is my book, The Miracle Mentality. Boom. The Miracle Mentality by Tim Story, because I tell you why, is that the miracle mentality will change your reality. You can come from anywhere. And I teach you in this book that there's levels of living. There's the mundane, there's a messy, there's a madness, and then there's the miraculous. We get so caught up in the mundane of how my life sucks, the messy, trying to clean up the mess, the madness, overwhelming, that we don't realize that there's miracles all around. The fact that you have children and I have children, those are miracles. The fact that people actually like us enough to listen to us, those are miracles. Mm. So I teach people in this book, The Miracle Mentality, how to align themselves with their innocence. Those of you who are listening, I'm going to throw it on my Amazon affiliate store. So for Book of the Week, Miracle Mentality, I love that. Uh, uh, Billy, It's uh, Amazon.com slash Billy the Kid. And uh, find the book there. Uh, what do you think? So luck, like you hear that all the time. It, it just I couldn't help but think that uh, what's your perspective in luck, right? Like we're lucky to have people had to have listening to us. I, I, that's why I love that. Like miracle mentality just like blew my mind right now. What's your yeah. perspective on luck? Well, I, I think that, I think luck is not such a terrible word. People want to like uh, spray paint it and throw it out of the way. But I, I think that luck could also be replaced for more like blessed. I think that you've received things that you really did not order from Amazon and you just got blessed. Okay. So I didn't ask to, to become best friends with Oprah. It wasn't luck, but I was blessed. Mm. So I didn't ask to be Tim story the way I am right now. It wasn't luck, but I'm blessed. And, you know, the, the fact that you are only the age that you are and you're writing books, you're doing podcasts, you're speaking, you're going to run mega businesses. So, you know, some could call it hard work and luck. I call it hard work and you're very blessed. Mm, I love that. Prayed and paid is what, what I have on my uh, Instagram. <laughs> Prayed up and paid up. I love that, Tim. Uh, and uh, so the miracle mentality, uh, is there a book in your head right now? Uh, because normally we'll ask, uh, what is one book that you would, what would be the theme and title? But is there a book that you could like throw out there that's just in your head for now? 
Yeah, I mean, I I like I like Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio is very good. He has a book called Principles. It's about that thick. And I life coached some of the smartest CEOs in the world. Um, and I probably have read that book thirteen times. So if you're if you're an entrepreneur, Ray Dalio on principles. If you don't like to read, my friend P. Diddy, known as Diddy, Puffy, Puff Daddy, he did a cool interview with Dalio that you could find on YouTube. Mm, love it. And last question, what do you think? Uh, because, uh, again, the names that you mentioned, Tim, uh, again, blessed, right? Like you're very blessed at what do you think uh, all those guys have in common? What is one thing that you've noticed uh, between all of them? I think that for a lot of them, because not all of them, I think some of them, they're just so doggone talented that they almost push against the talent and they almost blow it up and sabotage it. So some really almost try to just jack up their talent, to be honest. But the ones who have the talent and do something about it, what I what I find is that they they become friends with their uniqueness. Mm. Pharrell Williams is friends with the fact he's unique. Mm. Beats are unique. His style of dress is unique. The way he looks at the world is unique. And now he just got one of the biggest jobs at Louis Vuitton. And it will never shock me what Pharrell ends up doing next. He scores movies with Hans Zimmer. The dyke does it all. But in my conversations with him, he's really okay with being unique. You have to become friends with your uniqueness. I am friends with my uniqueness. I am not trying to be one other influencer, one other motivator. I'm not even trying to be them. I'm really friends with my own uniqueness. Mm, love it. Where can people find you, Tim? I'm excited. We 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 redid our, our website. It was good before, and it's even better now. TimStory.com. So I'm T-I-M-S-T-O-R-E-Y dot com and you find out about a bunch of projects we have and programs we have or my books or life coaching or any ways you want to get in touch with us boom love it tim uh, this has been amazing uh i want to thank you for your time uh, i can't wait to hear it myself uh those of you who are listening make sure you guys leave us a five-star review this was a 10-star review by the way but five star is all we can do uh and make sure you guys follow us. Uh, and if you screenshot wherever it is that you're listening to, tag us and we'll reshare it. We'll see you on the next episode. Vamanos. Go different levels of thinking and we both, right? But, but, but my mindset is on growth with the future, right? Those minded people mad at me that I'm speaking facts. Or maybe could it be that I'm getting racks? Open your mind, gotta open it to receive. I'm always ten toes for what I believe. Minded people mad at me that I'm speaking facts or, or maybe could it be that I'm getting racks Open your mind, gotta open it to receive I'm, I'm always ten toes for what I believe I, I, I've heard it all, this and that, and I got an ego Y'all pigeons, I don't flock together like a